There are thousands of different types of worms or grasshoppers. But because most of us don't do research on this, we don't actually care. And we don't really know much about each detail. Unless you're one of those nerds who's going and reading books. So too when it comes to the upper worlds, because it's so abstract for us, it's hard for us to differentiate and care if this world, Atzilut, has this much detail and Bria has this much detail, etc. But the truth is that in the higher worlds there are infinite amount of angels and details and, and multiple levels. Even in the human soul there are five levels, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida, and each one of them has multiple levels. The point is that because Kabbalistic ideas are so abstract for us, we talk in generics, in generals. We, there's the upper worlds, there's the Olam Haba, and there's Olam Hazed, this world. But the truth is that there are multiple, and all of these come together through the combination of the 22 letters of the Aleph Bet, similar to the DNA. The DNA code um, of the human being, or the human genome, it's a bunch of numbers written in a certain format. From a spiritual perspective, it's the letters of the alphabet and their formation that creates the world the way we know it. What's the point of what we're saying? Because on the one hand, God created all the worlds through speech. And we said that speech is the letter hey. On the other hand, we said that only this world, the physical world, comes from He, and Olam Abba comes from Yud. So do the higher worlds come from Yud, or do they come from the letter He? So he explains that Hashem talks to all the worlds, and that's what keeps them going. But the difference between our world and the upper worlds is that the upper worlds hear and understand what God is saying, at least at some level. But by us, we only... Here, but you don't necessarily understand, and some of us don't even hear. For example, you're sitting in a room, and people are talking a language that you don't understand, I don't know, Korean, um, and you hear everything, but you understand nothing. A, a young baby looks at the letters of the alphabet and understands, just sees a, a mush, and as the kid grows, they start realizing that there's formation and there's letters. But the higher worlds, they, they understand something. So what's called upon us? What's called upon us is to realize <clears throat> that even if we don't understand the voices, there is something there. In other words, to not get lost and say, okay, because I don't understand the language, I'm not even going to try or I'm not going to believe that there's a message being sent. No, I'm going to dig deep and look into this message and understand what he's going to try to say. So this is what we mean when we say that the lower hay keeps this world going because the lower hay is the most external part of speech and that's what keeps our world going. But the other world is also kept from, also kept from speech, but it also gets a revelation of the yud it gets the revelation of the higher level of Hashem so that they can actually not only listen, but they could hear and understand. Now, I think there's a very, in this abstract idea, there's some very, very powerful ideas. And that is to actually realize that just because you don't understand God's message doesn't mean there isn't a message. I was talking to somebody recently, they were saying, what's the message of Corona? 
Now, to sit there saying, I know for a fact what the message is, is wrong. But to say that there's no message, Maimonides says, that, that, that's criminal, because you're just saying that bad things are happening and there's no purpose for it. So the goal is to hear the voice, but then to try to understand the message, to, to unpack the message. And each and every one of us in our life has that mandate, to see beyond the hay that's covering over the Yud, and actually understand not only the speech, but the thought beyond it.